All right, let's go. All right. For my kids. All right, here we go. Like I said, this is the new season. It's the look back. It's our first week in, in session. A crazy week in the NFL. Like I said, and I've been saying this to everybody, and you heard this last, last night, Kwame, in our comedy act. Oh, opening day in baseball is overrated. Opening week in football is the shit. Mm, indeed and we and boy we had a lot of shit that went down on on uh on uh sunday thursday and whatever but we have to unfortunately start this show in mourning of of one of the greatest careers in nfl history coming potentially to an end one aaron i don't know his middle name rogers a four-time league MVP, a Super Bowl champ, and maybe the greatest Jets quarterback of all time for four minutes. Unfortunately, he tore his Achilles, and that's all she wrote. All the high, all the love, all the situation that Jets fans were looking for for the last six months went in a plume of smoke right there in the first quarter. And I feel bad, but then I don't feel bad. Who knows? But at the end of the day, uh, I don't know what to think. So y'all thoughts on, on, on this injury and y'all thoughts on the Jets' outlook for the 2023 season? Well, I mean, right off the bat, the Jets' outlook for the season isn't looking too good, you know. We're looking at Zach Wilson at quarterback or – Whoever they can bring in is talk Carson Wentz, you know, and no matter who they bring in, it's not going to be promising. So their season, they got a good D. They might, it's going to be probably end up being pretty similar to what we saw last year out of them. Um, beyond that, yeah, I mean, Rodgers, we'll see if this is the end of his career. It's so far the Jets have paid a lot of money and they got four snaps out of him. So uh, not a not a great investment by them. Obviously, you can't predict injuries, so you never know. But we'll see. This could be the end. Maybe he comes back for another year. Maybe this isn't how he wants to go out. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that turns out. But um, um, one thing that about this that about that injury pretty much I think locks it in for me. You know, back before the season started, I gave you my one of my predictions that uh, Jordan Love was going to win more games this year than Aaron Rodgers. So, obviously, it's not possible for. Rogers to win even one, which Jordan Love just did this week. So I already got that right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, my comments are it's like, you know, this show's going to last longer than Aaron Rodgers' 2023 season. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Yeah. We do. Oh, you just want me. Uh, yeah. Sad to see in a way, but. You know, I don't know if there's a whole lot of people are crying. I don't know how the people in Green Bay, I'm sure they're, well, Wisconsin people are really nice. So they might be yeah. saddened. They're really nice people. 
but uh, deep down, they're probably like, ooh, got rid of him on time. <laughs> Shoot. Mr. Love is looking all right, even though it's only week one. But uh, right now, he's looking pretty good. And uh, save that money, and they can go ahead and parlay that conditional pick into something else, too. Yeah, they go on the right side of the tracks. Now, the poor Jets. You know, we'll see. Maybe Zach will, as I said to Rob yesterday, maybe this will be his wake-up call. Maybe he'll turn it around. Maybe he'll be something. Because one thing they do have is that defense. And so it's just going to be low-scoring games. They just got to just hold everybody down to the teams, you know, uh, to get a shot. But uh, old Aaron is... Yep, already up out of here. It's uh, at 39, it could be the end, but he says he's going to try to come back. Let's see. Somebody, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead, John. I'm, 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 I should pass it to you. Okay. Um, I mean, they were the Jets were my sleeper team this year. I mean, losing Rodgers, uh, I don't think it's really a big loss because I thought Rodgers wasn't going to have the best of seasons. Um, but I thought he was going to take the offense to you know, more scoring. But now it's probably going to be average, but the defense will keep them in a lot of games. Yeah. All right, Ken, you, you, said you're, you, you can give your opinion before I do. First of all, I think he's coming back. I'm not a big Rodgers fan. He beat Pittsburgh in 2011, but I respect him. And at the end of the day, he's a great player. He's going to come back. There's no doubt. I, I had a partial tear in my Achilles. Uh, I was much older than he was. And I can't, I made a full recovery. So it is a, an injury that you can make a recovery. It's just going to take a lot of work on his part. So I expect him to come back. The question I have is – is it the turf? What's the NFL doing? Why we have turf when they're going to change out to grass for the um, for the soccer World Cup? I mean, why are we still playing on this stuff if it's causing injuries? That's my biggest issue. The fraud. Thinking about people's in, you know, about players' health. It's just a fraud. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I just couldn't believe it when I when I heard about it. I mean. Well, there goes a waste of waste of millions and a draft pick and a lot of other things. But unlike you, Matt, I do have a better optimism about the Jets. Remember, they did win that game, right? They did win that game. <laughs> They'd be a good team. So, I mean, the problem is there's only one thing I have to say about this Jets season. Zach Wilson needs to get his ass where it's at. If he can do that, if he can play not like a moron, not like a playboy, not like a jackass, the Jets' ceiling, and I will surprise y'all, is the AFC Championship. I'm not joking. This is a very good team. This is a very good roster. They have the defense. You already know that. They got weapons. Garrett Wilson's a Pro Bowl receiver in, in waiting. They got good running backs. And Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. So, I mean, Zach Wilson just doesn't doesn't play like a moron. They'll get they'll get 9 10 victories at least in my opinion. 
And I mean, yeah, it sucks. But like I say, Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure still he'll be at the games. He'll he'll be a good cheerleader. He'll be a good mentor. And that's and that's something that I you know as much as I don't like Aaron Rodgers personally, I can look at it for real as a as a as a person of interest to think that he can help this young man do his job. Plus, of course, there's at least five or six quarterbacks on the street that are much better with much better resumes than, than Zach Wilson. But at the end of the day, I really believe that this Jets team, if they if Zach Wilson don't screw it up and, and actually plays like Mark Sanchez, think about Mark Sanchez. In his first two years, he didn't play like an idiot. And look what happened to the Jets. They were in the AFC championship game. So, hmm. and they beat Tom Brady doing it. So, at the end of the day, I do think that the the Jets will be fine as long as Zach Wilson plays not to be, like an idiot. I think they can do this. I think this Jets team is not out of it. I've learned my lesson last year with the Cowboys when Dak got hurt. When Dak got hurt, I thought the season was done. I was wrong. And he came back. Of course, in this situation, A-Rod is not coming back. But that doesn't mean the season is dead and buried. Jets, Jets fans have been through a, uh, been through enough of the ringer the last 50-plus years. But this is the year they turned this around. I believe they can be a contending team. Remember, last year they were a top – they were a contending team. They had the best defense in the entire conference. But, like I said, the quarterback has to be – play smart. Zach Wilson was my number two overall pick nothing. I believe there's talent there. He he can either be he can turn this around or he can be Matt Line Matt Liner. And we all know what happened to him. Yeah, well I mean sorry man, but him not uh uh Zach Wilson not playing like an idiot is is easier said than done. I mm-hmm. mean He's just not a good quarterback. Let's face the facts. Um, well, Kip does. It, I mean, their best their best opportunity would be to bring in some other veteran, which they might after a couple games of, of Zach Wilson failing, which is what's going to happen. So, I mean, AFC Championship game that's not happening, bro. I don't care how good their D is. Yeah. All right. Well. well all right, well, so, sorry, we weren't supposed to start this way. We were, we always, and Kenny, I know because we talk all the time, we always start with the Eagles and what they did. But obviously, this was the big story because we're talking about one of the greatest quarterbacks ever played this game. And obviously, going to a new environment, new situation, he was ready to go. But unfortunately, it, it, was my, it wasn't meant to be this year, kind of like my relationships. But anyway, let's go on to to the opening that we normally do. Like I said, like I said, we have Matt who's been doing this with me for I don't know, 10, 12, 13 years. And then we have Kwame, who obviously he does everything with me. He does everything but live with me. You know, he does my taxes and bowl com- comedies, going out. The New York walking at three in the morning. We've done we've done it all. We just don't live together. <laughs> and then okay. my buddy Jonathan, who I've helped, who's been a kind of like a, a like I'm kind of his mentor or something. I've taught him a lot. 
big wrestling fans, but obviously I've helped him with his fancy football deals the last several years, the last couple of years, being Vanna White, putting names on the board with his fancy draft on Labor Day weekend. And then my good buddy Kenny, who's will join us on a part-time basis this year. He will be a part of our 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 Sunday mess up um Sunday uh, story as far as the manager's special game of his choosing. But we do talk about football on another on another on another platform on Zoom on Wednesday. So like I said, we're all ready to go. This is gonna be a great season. So all right, all right, turn this Jets thing off. <laughs> Let's talk about the Eagles. Let, hell with the Jets. Nobody mm-hmm. likes New York. I do. Not the teams. Yeah, you might like it because it because because <laughs> you got connections, but nobody else here likes it. <laughs> all right. Now, obviously, as we all live here in Philly, obviously Matt doesn't. He lives in Tampa or, or Largo. Down there in the Florida Keys, down there, down there in Hurricane Country, even though hurricanes spared them this year. But anyway, obviously the Eagles, defending NFC champs, they they started their 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 dance here on Sunday in New England, in Foxborough, a very good game by the defense. Obviously, they did they did what they had to do, but offensively leads to be desired in my opinion unfortunately they didn't play they didn't run the ball very well and obviously Jalen didn't play as good a game as he normally would play but they got by that's all I can say like I said this is going to be an interesting season I can look at it like this and I'm sure Matt will bring this up here in a moment of what of what he thinks of it but obviously this might have been preseason game, like their version of a preseason game, just to get it, get the bugs working out of it before they really get going here. So, all right, gentlemen, your thoughts on the Eagles? Go ahead. Uh, man, well, um, this wasn't a pretty game. Um, it was pretty disappointing on the Eagles' part. And there were a lot of teams this week that disappointed, a lot of contending teams, you know, the – Chiefs, obviously, Kelsey was injured, but, I mean, they lost their game at home. Um, the Bengals were a major disappointment. The Bills, a lot of them. I mean, the, the Jacksonville didn't look good, but they squeaked out a victory. But a lot of those top teams in the league, they didn't look too hot, and the Eagles were one of them. I mean, got out to 16 nothing lead thanks to the turnover, the defense making a couple of plays, including scoring a touchdown. Um, but the offense, after that first drive, which, by the way, that first drive, it was okay, but, you know, they stalled out, and it was very uh, slow. You know, there wasn't much other than dumping it off and running the ball with uh, uh, Kenny Gainwell the entire drive. But still, you know, they moved down the field, he's got a field goal. But after that, it was a pretty pathetic offensive performance. I mean, Hurts was bad. He was missing open receivers. He had open receivers downfield. He didn't see them. Um the offensive line didn't play all that well. The game call, the 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 game plan was terrible. The play calling was terrible. I mean, uh, uh, I know Brian Johnson; it's his first time calling plays, but dude, we're we're, we're trying to make us win a Super Bowl here. We can't uh, we can't have a this guy learning on the fly. I mean, he's got he's got to come up with something better than this. I mean, 
you know, Dallas Goddard gets one target all game. Uh, um, DeAndre Swift got what two touches. I mean, it's basically the Kenny Gainwell show, and then AJ Brown mixed in a little bit. And I mean, it, 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 this was just bad, uh, bad game offensively all around. Luckily, we had a a nice game out of uh, Jake Elliott, special teams player of the week. He bailed us out. The defense helped bail us out, even though I would say Sean Desai's debut as the defensive coordinator wasn't exactly great either. I mean, he he ran a pretty uh, vanilla defense there. Luckily, we were just the we were just a much more talented team. Um, couple of positives though, the future of this defensive line looks really good. Jalen Carter making plays. Uh, Jordan Davis coming up big now. You know, he caused a fumble. He got half a sack. He's, he was in the backfield constantly. You know, and we have the usual, the young other young guys that were high on Josh Sweat. You know, um, we got a lot of young talent here. Hassan Reddick, um, uh, although Reddick's more vet, veteran now, but he's still young, very in his prime. Um, so we got a lot of players here. It's just uh, we need better coaching, I think. And, yeah, Rob, like you said, this was – if this was a, a, another of a, a preseason game, they treated it like a preseason game because the play calling on both sides of the ball was so vanilla. It was, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to say about it. It was so bad. So hopefully they, uh, hopefully they step it up on Thursday because we can't, we can't come out like this again. We got to have a much better game plan. But uh, luckily, we were the more talented team. I didn't expect it to be a blowout, but once you go up sixteen nothing, you got to put a team away. You can't let them come back, especially with a team like that we have with this defense that should be top five, with an offense that should be top five. I mean, they, yeah, they got they got to get, go back to the drawing board these, these last couple of days and today, and uh, come up with something better for tomorrow night because we it were luckily we have a couple light weaker teams to start the year, but once we get into that the heat of the schedule, we need some we need something good here. We can't have this garbage. <laughs> yeah, um, what's funny is, uh, you, you know, when you're jaded, when uh, the post-game press conference sounded like we lost. All the questions was, why didn't you do this? Why don't you do that? That, 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 that. And Sirianni even sounded sad. He talked about he's going to change his preseason situation next year already because he didn't play his players. I said, man. Didn't we win? Now, that doesn't mean there's not room for criticism. Oh, there's room. <laughs> uh, but then you have this, uh, the beautiful uh, big, it's a, it's a big play slay, takes one back to the house. Uh, so we got to give defense some credit on that one. Yeah. Um, now, the the offense, uh, the, version, the opening drive looked pretty fluid. Got held out to the end zone. But then after that, they have five straight three and outs, which is the first time that ever happens under Hertz. That was unusual, and that was sad to see. Um, to miss Goddard all game, crazy. And they only get one attempt and one attempt to the overthrow him. And the, now um, A.J. Brown and uh, – uh, um, uh, O.J. Brown has seven catches um, yeah, and ten, about, about ten targets. 
and and also Devontae, they both had the same amount, yeah. even though it didn't feel that way. Um, but and also for Eagles, so, so the Eagles go in get the two turnovers and, and give one up. That's the key. Have the turnover battle in your favor, and they did do that two to one. Yeah, the Hurts one was just man, that dude just great hit. I mean, normally people don't go at Hurts to the yeah. midsection. He just said, I'm putting my shoulder right there. And that ball went. <laughs> um, so that was you know, sort of flukish. But the way I look at this game, if I my quarterback only played at a C minus level and we still win, man, we got ourselves quite a team. Because I know he's going to fix that up. We just watched the guy in the Super Bowl a few months ago. And I'm sort of coaching. Now, we're still a little leery on our coordinators until I see some more evidence um so uh that can be better and i the name i know i didn't hear from from was Hassan reddick and i look up his numbers he had no numbers he had no tackles um he had one assist so that was unusual um and we had no penetration i mean except you said jordan got in the backfield but no sacks for the fourth quarter that's crazy um and I'm surprised why I'm not sure why it took that long. I mean, I'll give the New England credit for getting rid of the ball. Mac Jones was pretty good at you know getting getting it out quicker. Well, I'm still surprised that he didn't get he, he probably got touched for three quarters. Um, so that needs to be improved, and I'm confident we'll see some changes by tomorrow. Go ahead, John. Yeah, well- yeah, hopefully. Um, one thing with the, the defense, though, like you said, they didn't get any sacks. But uh, I think that's more in the play calling. Again, um, they they didn't blitz at all. They didn't do anything special. It's just one on one, the defensive line yeah. versus the offensive lineman. No stunts, no blitzes, nothing. So, I mean, they got to get creative here. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm just gonna say it was just this was a a sloppy game for the offense and the defense. Uh, I know we keep on going back on that, but, you know, it's still winning the win column, so that's all that really matters. Go ahead, Ken. I agree with John. It's a win. Mm-hmm. And really, the new norm is this kind of sloppiness because, we're you know, the NFL took away preseason games they have three games that nobody plays in of any significance and and so that we're going to have this moving forward with the new nfl we're going to have the first two three weeks are going to be getting into shape and getting into you know the right game plans and, and and learning how to play with each other so uh a win is a win chalk it up move on like yeah yeah, like I said, I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, watching this game. Well, number one, I blame my buddy Mike because I went down to to Xfinity Live, so I had to sacrifice the NASCAR race to watch this at Xfinity Live, and my boy had my boy had trouble in the race when he had a chance to win. So I'm gonna have to get Mike. I'm gonna have to get get cuss Mike out a little bit down the road there. But anyway, to this game, you know, like you said, Matt. When you're up 16 nothing, you should just stomp on them. But I kind of told y'all, I kind of told you and Kwame a, a few weeks ago 
or last week. I kind the game kind of went the way I thought it would go. The Eagles would take off early, then the Patriots would bounce back, and then it became a battle. And that's exactly what it turned out to be. Now, unfortunately, the the defense, even though it seemed like they played a decent game, they got two turnovers. They turned over Zeke Elliott, which was beautiful. And then obviously the pick six from, from Slay. The problem is Mac Jones got comfortable in the pocket and threw for over 300 yards. And this was a defense that didn't give up many 300-yard passers last year. I think they were the least team in the league that gave up 300-yard passers last year. I mean, hell, in the Super Bowl, the Rocket didn't have over over 200 yards passing. So that's the concern. And obviously tomorrow night's game, and we'll get to that obviously a little later on, is also concerning because there are some injuries and, and guys not playing in this game that should be. So obviously, you know, like I said, but obviously when it comes to the matchup and to uh, – to what it is, preseason is a myth now. Nobody cares about preseason. There used to be, you think about the third game, that's a dress rehearsal. There is no more just dress rehearsal. If you want to get your feet wet, get your feet wet. But at the end of the day, nobody gives a damn about preseason games. We never did before, but now we we care, We really can care less. And this is what week one's going to look like for a lot of teams. That doesn't mean that the season's going to be in trouble. The teams are in trouble after, if they start 0-1. But if you start 0-2, then you're putting yourself in a little bit of a hole, even if, if a team lesser than you is 2-0. So, I mean, obviously we're about to get to a couple of those teams here in a moment, but obviously, like I said, we we somehow squeaked out a victory. Jalen Hurts made a boo-boo at the end that nearly cost us. Defense at our back. Jalen Carter is the next Jerome Brown, in my opinion. Just, just a wrecking ball. And at the end of the day, we somehow survived. We got by. We got by. We survived. And we know Jalen Hurts. And I'll say this, and, and I normally don't say this about quarterbacks, and we've had many quarterbacks here over the years that did very well. I think Jalen Hurts is the most intelligent quarterback we've ever had. I, I, this guy is just – he's just smart. He, he, he doesn't sit on his laurels for very long. He's going to get this, clean, this shit clean up, and we're going to be a contending team. We're going to win games, and we're going to dominate. And – like I said, I didn't like the offensive setup. Brian Johnson obviously needs to do better. You know, Dallas Goddard is, is a top five capable tight end. I don't know why Kenny Gainwell had over 10 carries. I mean, he's a decent back, but he's not. he shouldn't be the elite back. And Rashad Penny was a healthy scratch. I don't understand that at all. And then, obviously, DeAndre Swift was not used at all. So, to me, you know, they have to fix the offensive setup. This is still a running team as well, as much as they are a passing team. Of course, they're a great passing team when you have AJ Brown and 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 little and little Batman. So at the end of the day, they have to do better offensively, defensively. I think they did enough, but they have to do better. We'll see what happens tomorrow night when we preview the games. We'll all have differing opinions. That's why I like about this. So, all right, we're gonna move on from from this and look around the league, and obviously, like I said, why the Eagles got by with with the win, some contenders didn't. And we're going to look at the AFC here at the moment. Obviously, when you look at the AFC, 
the top three teams in the in the conference in 2022, the Chiefs, the Bengals, and the Bills, all lost. And some look worse than others. So, gentlemen, my opinion, my next question to y'all is, even though it's week, it's only week one, and that doesn't mean it's going to be – this is what the season looks like. Which of these three teams should be worried about their – about their performance moving forward. Bills, Bengals, or Chiefs? Go ahead. Um, well, for me, I would say I wouldn't be worried yet about any of them. Um, you know, like you said, it's only week one. All of them disappointed to one degree or another. Um, you know, Cincinnati, they, they only put up three points. Uh, Burrow had a horrible game. He threw for, what, 84 yards total? <laughs> I mean, it was bad, but it was bad weather. You know, it was the whole thing. He's coming off the injury. He's barely played. Um, the Chiefs, they played a tough team, and they lost by a point. It's not <laughs> like they got blown out or anything. I mean, they'll, they'll recover. And, by the way, Travis Kelsey didn't play either. So, I mean, that's their top offensive weapon there. Um, and then the Bills, I, I would say if any of them – I'd probably be more worried about the Bills than anything, not mainly because of the the turnover issue that Josh Allen is becoming now. Um, he's got to get smarter with the ball. You know, you, you're not going you're not going to win many games turning the ball over three four times, and he's just got to he's got to stop trying to play his hero ball and actually run the offense. If he if he had just run that offense against that against uh, that that team, even though they got a good defense, Zach Wilson at quarterback, they, the fourth would easily won that game. It cut out, cut, just, just cuts out a couple of those turnovers. So I'd be most worried about the Bills mainly because not necessarily this game, but going back to last year, Josh Allen had a lot of turnovers, and he's got to clean that up like now. Yeah, um, I feel the same way. You know, we, we love to uh, – do our do some overreactions on week one, which is fun. Um, but I don't think you have to worry. I mean, Chiefs, I mean, defending champions, they'll be all right. Um, the, the, the Bengals, whew, that was ugly. Um, but the Browns are just his kryptonite, man. <laughs> like I said, yeah. they just own Burroughs. <laughs> it's, it's crazy that he's one and four against them. Um, and I, I'm, I agree with you, Matt, that if you had to pick one, it'd be the Bills because they had the full team and their main corporate was the quarterback. Like everybody was there, but he just couldn't keep the ball. Four turnovers. I mean, come on, man. The fact that you were in the game just shows you the struggles the Jets are going through with their quarterback. But four turnovers, that just that makes no sense. You should have been blown out. So and he's and it's not like this is an aberration. This is something that he's been doing. It's a continuation. He's yeah. just he's just that guy who has such a, a almost if you use the term upside. Uh and on on he has probably the widest range of highs and lows. Because he is so phenomenal to watch when he plays well. And then he just kills you with recklessness. So that could be the the, 
a team that you have to keep your eye on the rest of the season. What's uh, next few weeks? See what goes on. They can rebound. Yeah. Go ahead, John. Uh, well, I would say that the Bills are the team to worry about right now. Out of those three, I just think like you know, a quarterback will make some mistakes over time. Uh, but yeah, three in a game isn't going to win you too many games. So that's that's kind of. I mean, they, they kind of were in it. They got the, the late field goal at the end of the fourth quarter, and they lost in overtime. So, you know, so he, uh, it's just that they need to be worried about that team. Yeah. All right, Kenny, go ahead. They, they should bounce back first, the Raiders, though. Yeah. So we have to get to game of inches. Allen was horrible. Burroughs was horrible. Uh, Kansas City's quarterback, on the other hand, he he didn't play that bad of a game. His wide receivers are horrible. So I'm not (laughs) sure how good Kansas City's wide receivers are. So I think I'm worried a little bit more about Kansas City and the fact that they're a one-man team. If they don't have Jason Kelsey – uh, they're going to lose uh, because he's wide receiver. Travis. Uh, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Travis, yeah, Kelsey, but the tight end Kelsey. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I think it's more Kansas City to be worried about with uh, their wide receivers. Yeah, that's true. Kelsey's uh, 34, you know. He's uh, already got an injury this year. Who knows? He might be banged up a lot of this for the year at this, at, at this age. Yeah. I mean, looking back on these two, on these three teams, I mean, I shouldn't be worried about Kansas City. Remember, Kelsey was hurt. Chris Jones was holding out. Looks like Kelsey will be playing on Sunday, give or take. Jones got paid, so he's going to be playing on Sunday. But obviously, they they have a tough they have a tough matchup in Jacksonville. Obviously, you're playing the Jaguars, which Matt is very high on this year, which I am as well. And they're coming off of, of a tough win, too. So, I mean, they could be sitting in the barrel of 0-2. In fact, all three of these teams could be sitting on the barrel of 0-2. Because look at the Bengals. To me, I know Burrow's coming off of injury, too. I watched a lot of that game on Sunday in the rain. A lot of games were played in the rain, obviously. He didn't look good at all. And if you're throwing for under 100 yards, Look at it this way. The Eagles defense gave up a 300-yard passer. Jim Schwartz, you remember him, Matt. You remember <laughs> the greatest defensive coordinator of all time. <laughs> that guy. He won us a Super that Bowl. Helped, helped win us a Super Bowl. He the orchestrated a, a game plan where they he threw where Burrow threw under 100 yards. Now, and now they're playing the Ravens. Now they're playing my Ravens on Sunday. Remember, the Bengals were only two to start the year last year, and it got to the AFC Championship game and was a penalty away from playing playing the Eagles. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't want to be zero and two in this AFC. Absolutely not. And when you look at the Bills, like I said, this hunky dory game, that big game Josh is playing. I shouldn't even call him big game Josh. He's not been playing that big a game here the last couple of games he's played. So, I mean. 
to me, I, I'm not really worried specifically of a of a certain team right now. I mean, the Bills they have they have a tough division. They have to get their act together, but they're playing yes. the Raiders, so they should win. They should win. But remember, any given Sunday. But at the end of the day, to me, when you're looking at the when you look at these teams, I think the team I worry the most is, is Cincinnati because if Burrow's hurt, which I think he still might be, and obviously the the Ravens look pretty decent, even though they didn't play well either offensively. Like I said, there were more contenders that didn't play well on Sunday that somehow got by. The Ravens were another. And they had a catastrophic injury with J.K. Dobbins. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here this weekend because, you know, the AFC is tough. There's at least 11 teams that can get to Vegas. And if we're looking at these, and if we're looking at these three teams at the top that we still believe are at the top, Sunday wasn't, this past weekend wasn't good. You, you got to find a way to win some of these games. One of these teams had to find a way to win one of these games, and they didn't do it. So if you're talking about one team that's struggling, I'm going to go with Cincinnati right now because the division that they're in, obviously, you know, Burrow's not 100%. He needs to get off the cigars and get back into the training room to get that calf right. So at the end of the day, I'm going to look at Cincinnati and say that if they lose on Sunday to, to Baltimore, and it's very possible, very, very possible, 0-2 last year, got you got you got back from it. May not be the same case this year. All right. Well, why some teams didn't look content, some teams didn't look good. Unfortunately, other teams did. Now, we can look at the NFC, and there's not as many contenders. And it looks like the field is even smaller than a year ago. So, unfortunately, and and Matt knows where I'm going to go here next, and so do you, Kwame, is obviously the 49ers and those damn Cowboys. And they played very, very well. They played well. And unlike most contenders, they did pretty damn good. The 49ers, and I know, Kenny, I, I hate to tell you this because you're a Steeler fan, they smoked the Steelers. They gave the Steelers a pretty good pretty good beatdown, and I did not see that coming. And then we all know what the Cowboys did to the Giants. Enough said there. I, I have more to talk about there later on. But Cowboys defense looked pretty damn legit. They looked like the best defense I saw on Sunday night. I mean, yeah, it might have been the Giants, but you, Dak Prescott got got a joyride. He got a joyride. He didn't have to do anything. That defense had his back and a bag of chips. So my question to y'all four is, we know the Eagles are the top team. We still believe they are. They're chasing them. But which one of these two teams will give a bigger threat to the Eagles? Who will give the bigger threat? Which one of these two? Well, for me to be honest, I'm not I'm not worried about either of them at the moment. Just like the other teams that we said don't want to overreact to the bad game, I'm not gonna overreact to them blowing their team, the team that they played out. I mean the, the Niners were impressive. I mean, I I I thought this, I have the Steelers making the playoffs this year. 
So to come out and blow out a playoff team in the AFC like that, um, potential play, playoff team anyway, um, they look good. They're also a team that's constantly injured. I'm not a Brock Purdy believer. And uh, even if they make the playoffs, they tend to choke in the playoffs anyway. Cowboys are the Cowboys. Yeah, they blew out the Giants. They beat the Giants every time they play anyway, just like the Eagles do. Uh, 40 to nothing. Yeah, they look great. But I've been, I said when we talked last week or two weeks ago, whenever we did our season, season preview, I thought the Giants were going to be frauds. I thought they were going to take a major step back this year. And uh, they showed me that, at least for now, I was right. I, I don't think they are a good team. Um, really, oh, really, the only team I would worry about is the, is the Lions. I think I said it last time we talked. I think they're really underrated. I think they're good. I picked them in our pool here last week, which we'll get to. Um, this is a team that's that's trying to make a run at the Super Bowl this year. They they got the they got the swagger. They got the talent. Um, they believe in their head coach. They believe in Jared Goff. And uh, they just came out and just beat the defending Super Bowl champions on the road. So I'd be more worried about them than the other two. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. The Lions. The Lions. Um, I'll say with the 49ers, wasn't impressive. I'll say, well, all three of the teams you just mentioned, adding in the Lions, all went on the road. And uh, took care of business. The um, 49ers one was probably more, probably maybe the most surprising. Like you said, I thought Steelers are going to be doing something, and they might still do something. But when I saw they're down early, I was really that was that surprised me. So I'll and old McCaffrey out there uh, running around everyone and. And I give Purdy out. I I didn't think he was going to start off uh, a hot this um, uh, start off the season this hot, but he looked confident. Um, had a high completion percentage in the first half. Um, where we finished off at, um, and but then uh, so I would probably say right now the Forty ers are most impressive, but I'm not scared of anybody. And these 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 jokers here. Um they, what happened in this game was even though it says 40 nothing, and so that's I can't deny that it was 40 to nothing. But to me, the game was really a whole lot could have been should have been a whole lot closer and really was. It all came down to some dumb decision making by the Giants offensive coordinator. I don't understand. By the opening drive, as you see here, they um, marched downfield by doing something real simple, either running Danny Dimes around the edge if they came up in the middle, or they just hand the ball off to Barkley and go up the gut. That's how you neutralize a ridiculous pass rush. So they moved the ball all the way down, if you saw, to the eight-yard line, opening drive. They had 52 yards of rushing in the first seven minutes of the game. That's crazy. But then, false start. Now it's third and seven. Then, center gets happy, snap happy. Ball goes flying past Danny Dimes. Now it's fourth and ridiculous. They try to kick that field goal from the, for a 45-yarder. 
gets blocked, run it back, and now everything is changing. Okay, but fine. Oh, you're down six nothing. Cool. Next drive, they throw the ball three times, and Danny Dimes is on the run <laughs> because the pass rush is just obliter- obliterating the Giants line. But the Giants have a good run block, but they abandoned it all on the second drive. And that's when the game changed. That was it. And the Cowboys are told, Cowboys offense was just, eh. <laughs> you know, the defenses had a field day and special teams. Uh, but that was the Giants playing right into their, their hands. And so I'm not all concerned about the Cowboys. Um, and the Giants aren't that bad. But so... I still feel good about the Eagles and the, the Lions. That's interesting. Maybe the Lions might be something this year. They might, maybe they might be something. Go ahead, John. I mean, I'm more concerned. I don't know. I just think the 49ers, they, they have some talented players on the offensive side. Uh, the quarterback. I mean, I guess I'm more, I like them a little bit. Per se, um, I mean, he finished the game versus Steelers. He had 230 yards and two touchdowns. That's not crazy. Uh, it's not. It's not a, you know, like a Patrick Mahomes kind of statistic or a Hertz kind of statistic, but it's still a decent game. And their defense is what's going to keep them in a lot of games this year. Uh, the Cowboys, it just. Their defense is really good. They have some talented players, uh, but their offense, uh, I'm just not a big Prescott fan, so I think we would still be able to beat them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as Bill Cowher used to say, you're never as good as your best game and you're never as bad as your worst. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm certainly um, hoping that for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I though was I saw the whole game. I watched every play of the San Francisco Pittsburgh game, and that party kid was extremely impressive. Yeah, he didn't throw. He didn't have a three hundred yard game, but every time he needed a first down, every time he needed a pass and make a play, he made a play with confidence and accuracy and calmness. The guy was just extremely impressive, and I kept telling my buddies. That Shanahan must have knew something to get rid of that high pick and to swallow their pride. You very rarely see a team get rid of their first-round pick, especially when they gave up like two first-round picks to get to move up to get that guy, and they, they gave, gave away gave after up. a year or two. They gave they gave up three first-round picks. Three first-round picks to get that yes. guy, and they gave him away. Uh, that just tells you how, how how Shanahan feels about that quarterback, and he's had some good quarterbacks in his career. Uh, Shanahan has. So I, I was just extremely impressed with him. So I, I think San Francisco is the real deal with that quarterback under center. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I watched a lot of that game on uh, with the 49ers in uh, Pittsburgh, and I couldn't believe what the hell I was seeing. I mean, I didn't think that – I mean, I, San Francisco could have won the game anyway if it was a 27-24-like. to 24 But they just – bum rush them like I didn't see that coming at all and you gotta give them a lot of credit I mean you know yeah I'm not happy that they did that I mean Kenny I, I know you I'm going to give you some old history we did an episode last year and I said 
to Matt and Kwame, did they make a mistake in, in trading for, uh, drafting Trey Lance? Obviously, at the time, the jury was out. Now the jury's in. They wasn't mistaken. They gave up all of these first-round picks. Eventually, that could come back to hunt them, maybe in a couple of years, maybe this year. Who knows? But obviously, you know, it's very rare that Brock Bur- that your seventh-round Mr. Irrelevant can outplay a first-rounder. And obviously, Brock Purdy's been living a very charmed life. He, he's got a great team around him. You know, basically, he's what Zach Wilson should be for the Jets. You have that kind of talent. You need to play smart, and you got to play good. Now, Brock Purdy, there's a lot. There's possibilities there. But remember, when he played the Eagles in the NFC Championship, <laughs> once he got hit by Hassan Reddick, that was it. That was it. Now, obviously, this was his first game with East Coast in the regular season. So he passed a test there because he didn't play none – None of the starts last year was on the East Coast or anywhere further, further than the mountain time zone. So I'll give him a lot of credit. You know, he might have gotten smarter. The arm hanged on because he had Tommy, their version of a Tommy John surgery, and he, and he did a very good job. So, but I still think, you know, with Christian McCaffrey, you know, he's back. I mean, he he's unbelievable. That That's unbelievable. The game he had over 169 scrimmage yards, that's pretty, pretty damn decent. You know, and Nick Bosa, you know, so yeah. But as, as far as the Giants and the Cowboys, I'll get to that later on. I mean, obviously, yeah, you know, Dak Prescott got lucky. You know, he got lucky. He didn't have to worry about criticism. Is that he didn't have to worry about anything? I mean, that first drive was that that was the game, and there's 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 a lot of blame to go around that. So I'll get to that later on. So, but obviously, like I said, with with this show, we going, we'll have a lot of we'll have a lot of segments, a lot of interesting stuff. So obviously, you know, we always do the, these things. But like I said, some of us are fantasy experts. Kwame and I are not. We are not. I don't know about you, Kenny, but John and Matt are fantasy guys. They're in fantasy leagues. One of them or two of them could be in more than one. And throughout the season, John will be answering fantasy questions to Matt and basically rap rap with each other to figure out who might have it better for their fantasy team over the other as the season goes on. So, John, go ahead with your fantasy questions that you have for good old Matty boy. Okay, so the first one, I mean, we'll start with Joe Burrow. So, you know, over under 19 fantasy points. 19 fantasy points. Um, They're playing Baltimore. I mean, it's going to be a tough game. Um, I'm going to go with the over, though. I like when a a great player has a bad game. I tend to go back to them. A lot of times they'll rebound with a great game on their own. So I'm going to say over. Okay, then the next one. Guy that really underperformed on the Falcons was Drake London this past week. Uh, he didn't. I don't think he got any catches. So zero, zero. Um, yeah, he got a big goose egg. So I'm gonna go with uh, my question is over under uh, eight fantasy points. All right, uh, points per reception or just regular? 
Uh, well, yeah, no, well, we'll go with points per reception, yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, I have one on one of my teams. He was a disappointment. I got him on my bench this week. Just, he's going up against uh, Green Bay. Jair Alexander is going to be on him. That's a tough matchup, and he, this is a team that doesn't have a great quarterback and wants to run the ball a lot. So I'm going to say for PPR, eight points, he could go over. I think eight eight points is about where he'd be, so I'm going to say a push. But I could see – I mean, I got him on my bench, so I'm just going to say under. Yeah, I agree keeping him on your bench this week. Uh, yeah. Then the last one, last one is on a defense I got – uh, over under for Texans defense of getting nine points. Oh man, defense! I'll tell you what, something about me with defense. I never drafted defense until the last round, and I stream defenses all year. So, yep, that's the I, way to go. Yeah, I, I let everybody else go out and draft defenses. I'm taking wide receivers and running backs and whatever else I need. Um, so in terms of that. Houston defense—they're going up against the Colts. Yes. Um, nine points. Again, that kind of depends on your scoring. Like in my league, they'd probably end up being an over. In most leagues, I'm going to say under. That should be it for this for this week for week two. All right. Now, obviously, okay. we have more segments, but. Since this is the first week of the look back, and we always have we always have some new stuff. Obviously, we have some new guys here. Even though I know y'all for many years, all to to point Ken and John, Kwame has some new stuff he wants to put in. He's put in to to his to his reservoir of stuff that we have done to build this show up for the last several years. So, Kwame, go ahead with your new stuff you have for season six. Okay. All right. I just want to um do a quick rapid fire uh segment. And you guys can do your own if you want to. It was all about time for me. It will, it will be all in about one minute. And it's just called the FU segment. <laughs> I just rip, well, I just find three things more just to give them the good old FU. <laughs> <laughs> and the first one uh goes to if you goes to Seattle. You <laughs> bastards. I picked you in one of my knockout pools and I'm knocked out. Because you couldn't beat the Rams at home. The Rams at home and I'm thinking you guys might be a divisional winner and that's how you're going to start the season. So <laughs> F U to Seattle. F U Big Money Burrows. You can't get the highest paid contract in NFL history and give me the 82 yards pass. Just can't do it. I don't care about the rain. I don't care. The guy played in the rain. The guy's getting $250 million of guaranteed money. Those are half a million dollars of money on that field in that ugly game. <laughs> two quarterbacks. That's for two players on the game. And uh, he didn't play all that great either, but Burroughs, oh, that was disgraceful. They only put up three points against good old Cleveland Browns. And my final issue is to the Dallas fans. 
That might happen mm. every week. Mm. But them guys are talking a lot of smack because <laughs> they won four to nothing against the sad Giants team because the Giants played stupid. Now they're all hyped up, thinking they're about to knock out the world. But wait till the Jets come to town. They're going to put a little – I don't know if they're going to win, but they're going to sh- shut all that nonsense down because the Dallas offense is not that great. So, F you to Seattle, big money boroughs, Dallas fans. Nice. Nice. Okay. I, I, I think I've come to, an, to a situation that, Kwame, this is your segment, so we're going to yeah. keep it to your to you, to you at, at, at anyway because – Obviously, that's pretty tough. And like I said, we, we, we're not on a time constraint because we do have – we're on Zoom and we do have more minutes. But at the end of the day, like, you know, keep it to a degree and all that. But so what's the other thing you have put together? You have something else that you okay. actually agree to with yeah. uh, with some of these – with some of us. Yeah, yeah. The beauty of this, it costs – it cost you nothing, but just win my money. You guys are familiar with um, knockout pools or points pools where you combine the two rules. You pick the team you think is going to smash, get the biggest win. Those points are added to your total. You pick a loser. You get the negative. And at the end of the season, see who comes out with the highest positive number of points. And you can win a crisp Ben Franklin. Well, this isn't Ben, but uh, Chris Ben Franklin. And it's just my money. And if I win, I just keep it. So I will have a uh, site I just set up. I will send out the link to y'all later and you can go in and see. Um, I have I, I, I have it by tomorrow. Okay, some of you guys want to pick the Eagles. That's possible. Um, and we can just do that. Uh, and you can either make the pick here and want to verbalize it or you can just go there and do it yourself all right well like i said i i have to be more schooled on it i know what these knockout pools but with with me you know I, i'm a betting expert and that's where we'll go next is our bet is our betting segment now ken since you are a part-timer you are not eligible to do this but the other three you know the drill so I did not do well. I did not do well last week. I went 0 for 2. Like I said, I picked your Steelers, Ken, to beat the 49ers, and I got my ass whipped there. And and Washington didn't cover because they might be worse than I thought because they couldn't beat the Cardinals. They barely beat them. So I'm 0 for 2. One of us or two of us is two and oh. And Matt, I think I know who who's two and oh. Go ahead. All right. Well, one of us is two and oh, and that would be me. I'm actually <laughs> if you count my lock of the week, I'm three and oh, because I picked uh Atlanta with my lock of the week when we talked on Sunday. But for this for the this That's one true. here, um I took Detroit. I said I thought they were at least going to cover. I thought they could win that game outright. They pulled it off, got the victory. And then I also took Green Bay getting a point. Um, I told you Justin Fields is a fraud. Uh, Jordan Love is going to be good this year. Green Bay is going to make the playoffs. So I got both of them. Then Kwame 
You took Houston getting nine and a half. Um, that was a loss, right? Yeah, why did I do that? That's yeah, a good question. Yeah, I picked, yeah, because I picked Baltimore in my knockout pool. That's weird that I – okay, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that was one loss, but you got to win there. Uh, Jacksonville giving five, so you went one and one this week. And, uh, John, you also took Jacksonville, so that's a victory there. And then uh, you got a rough one there. You took the Steelers. Getting I did. Half. <laughs> And Rob, like you said, you took uh, Washington minus seven, which was a loss they couldn't cover. They pulled off, barely pulled off a win against Arizona. And then you also took Pittsburgh, who didn't turn out too well. All right. So how do I recover or if I can recover for week two? What's our week two lines? <laughs> All right. So yeah. for me, um, I'm riding my team this year. I'm going back to – the Green Bay game. I'm taking the Packers again. They're giving a point to Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. Um, listen, I think Atlanta's a decent team, but that offense isn't going to be able to put up a lot of points against Green Bay's solid defense. And uh, and like I said, Jordan Love, he's going to put up. He's going to throw for 300 yards this week. So Green Bay will easily cover that one point they're giving up. Um, and then I'm also going to stick with the NFC South. I had a couple games here I was looking at, but I'm going to stick with the NFC South here. Um, New Orleans pulled off, just barely pulled off a victory against um, the, the Titans last week. It wasn't a great game, but they got the win. But this week they're going up against Bryce Young, who looked terrible against Atlanta last week. Um, New Orleans has a much better D, and they can also move the ball with uh, – but they got some players there on offense. So I'm going with New Orleans giving three to Carolina. They're going to cover that. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um, I <clears throat> am actually going to come on home. I'm going with Phil with the minus six. Okay. And those are a lot to do, and I hate doing it on short weeks. But I think that all of the vitriol we've given them for that game on Sunday, they're going to really turn it up on these pathetic fools who lost at home to the Buckos Sunday. So I'm going to take Philadelphia minus six. And um, let's see. There's something else I just liked. I forgot what I did with it. Um, how about... Give me the Jets plus nine. I, I don't – how the Cowboys – nine. I mean, like I said before, we know the Jets don't have a, much of a quarterback, but they got defense. Yeah, give me the Jets plus nine. All right, with me, I'll do the Eagles minus six, and I'll do the Bucks minus three over the Bears. Oh, okay. You know, Kenny and I, we were talking earlier today, and he was saying the same thing. Now, like I said – I just mentioned, since he's only going to be on a few episodes, he's not eligible to do this with us. But he, if he was going to do a line, and I know you're 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 listening to me, that that Jets line, he was he couldn't believe it was nine and a half. Now there's a reason why it's nine and a half. One, it's Zach Wilson, and okay. they believe that the Jets O line is pre is pre putrid to to the Dallas D line. So if 
Micah Parsons is giving if going to give three sacks, have a three sack day. That's what they're predicting, and then they could blow him out. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Jets are a much better team than the Giants are, and you know that's not my pick. That's not my pick, but I believe that they're going to get they'll get their right they'll get it right and wrong that this will be a decent game, especially for, to give Tony Romo something to talk about. But anyway, to my picks, you know, like I said, I got I got beat down. I I won. The, I was the defending champ, so I had to take L's last week. I hope to not take L's this week. So I'm going with one easy pick. Houston is at home to Indianapolis, and they're they're a one point dog. I think Houston's going to win the game outright. They're yeah. at home. They normally beat the Colts. You know, it's kind of traditional things down there in that division. So Houston's going to win that game outright. I got them, and then. You know, if the Ram- the Rams are are really a mystery team, and and I think they're even more of a mystery the fact that they had such a great game on Sunday. But then again, I shouldn't be surprised that they had such a great game on Sunday, because when Stafford's healthy, when Aaron Donald's healthy, and when a few other Cam Akers, Cam Akers, I thought he retired three times this this offseason. He's he played and played well. When these guys are healthy, they're pretty decent. Remember. They won the Super Bowl two years ago. It's not like they, they, they've been putrid for five straight years. They, they, they got a great coach. They got they got bodies. They got players. So at the end of the day, I mean, San Francisco here is an eight-point favorite on the road. I don't see that they're playing division rival. They're not going cool. I don't th- I think they win, but they don't cover. I got the Rams with the with the plus eight. Ooh. I got the Rams plus eight. I think I think as long as they're healthy, the Rams could could have potential wild card potential this year. If they they, they kind of prove themselves against a wild card threat. So I'm gonna go with the Rams and the points. Not uh, I don't think they win the game, but they, they make it a game. Okay. And the right, Browns man. the Browns are you're, favored you're... over the Steelers. Wow. <laughs> All right, Matt, recap. Okay, okay. So um I'm I'm taking Green Bay giving one point to Atlanta and um New Orleans giving three to Carolina. Um Kwame, you're taking the Eagles minus six. Um not a bad pick. It's just for me, I'm this year I'm one hundred percent out on picking NFC games. So <laughs> you know, after last year. Um, you're out, you took the Jets as well, which, yeah, hey, if you believe in that defense, this could be a tight, low-scoring game here. Um, John, you also took the Eagles, giving up six. Oh, the Jets are, are getting nine, by the way. Um, John, you took the Eagles, giving up six. Um, you also took Tampa. You said giving three, but the latest um, spread that I have is they're only giving two and a half. So you gained a half a point right there. And uh, and Rod, you took Houston, which I like. I was I was that was one of the ones I had my eye on there. Get they're getting one, and then the Rams. You're you're going that that one's. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see how they play this week. Could be a could make you look like a genius. It could make you look like a fool. We'll see. <laughs> but they're getting. Yeah. I was a fool last week. I was a fool last week. Thank you, thank thank you, Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Mm, 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 all, mm. All, all right now, Ken, you can you can be you can participate in this. 
because this is an easy and this is our best segment. This is the best segment we do all season. And it's our favorite. It's my personal favorite. Your we favorite. obviously look at the games. We obviously look at two things that we think were surprising and disappointments. We've been doing this for the last couple of years. It's my favorite segment of them all. We surprise and disappointments. And you can go with any game you want. It could be the same game, whatever. But you can pick one surprise and one disappointment. So everybody knows the drill. I know, John, you're a rookie, too, in a way, but you you know enough of these episodes. So everybody, surprises and disappointments for week one. All right. Well, my surprise is the Rams um, going up against a team in Seattle that made the playoffs last year, a team that I thought at least would make the playoffs this year, even though I wasn't a Geno Smith believer. Um, but, I mean, they came out and crushed them without Cooper Cup. So – yeah, I mean, I was surprised with how well the Rams played. I didn't think they were going to be good with Cup out and, you know, old man Stafford back there and no offensive line, but they look good. And then uh, disappointments, man, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of teams that disappointed this week. So I'm going to say, you know what? I wasn't even disappointed with the Giants because I thought they were complete frauds last year and I knew they were going to come back down to earth. Um, I'm going to go with Minnesota. You know, and I knew they wouldn't be a great team, but going up against the Tampa, Tampa's garbage. Let's face it, Baker Mayfield, and they go <laughs> up. They 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 lose to that. Not only do they lose, they only put up 17 points. I mean, they got this is a team with uh, uh, Justin Jefferson. They just brought in um, um, Jordan. They got T.J. Hawkinson. And even though I've said forever, Kirk Cousins is a loser, I got no faith in him. It wasn't a night game. It wasn't a playoff game. You know, it was a one o'clock game. That's where he actually plays well. And they only put up 17 points against that joke of a team. So, major disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, my surprise was the um, – I just had it. The Packers. Thanks. They expect uh, Mr. Love to go down there throw three touchdowns and put up 38, um, 28 in the second half alone down in Chi-Town. That was quite a surprise for me. Um, and disappointed. Uh, like, I can't even put the Giants in. Like you said, the Giants, I didn't expect much. Didn't expect to lose by 40. But... Um, I guess you could say, and I want to say the Bengals, but I kind of knew, I knew the stats that that's Burrow's kryptonite. I guess I was more disappointed in their play. So I'll go with the Bengals because I didn't expect it to be that bad. That's And I expect him to be that bad where he got to get benched um, by the fourth quarter. So that was just, that, that would be it for me. Yeah. All right, so my surprise. Um, my surprise is probably Detroit. Um, even though Kansas City didn't have Kelsey and then I have Chris Jones, I was just stunned that the, the, the Lions won't won outright. Uh, so then my disappointment 
is the Bengals. Uh, the quarterback play wasn't good last week. Um, but just it just was a total disappointment. I thought they would beat the Browns. I thought it was going to be a high-scoring game, entertaining game, but that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my surprise uh, would be the uh, Detroit Lions. I really didn't think they were the team that uh, that they showed the other day. The quarterback played really well, made some big plays, got some first downs, and, uh, and even though they Kansas City uh, – had a lot of drops. I still was uh, pretty impressed with Detroit. And my disappointment is the NFL for having the uh, still having turf and, and not having grass at all the fields. So, I don't know. Is that legit, Robert? Or can I, can I, I mean, you, you, well, it good. can be like rare or something. You can, you, you can, like I say, you're, you're only on a I few like episodes, that. so you, you, you can fly with that. You can fly yeah, with good. It's good. You're good with that. Okay. I say, Katie, I, I take care of you. You know, like you take care of me on Wednesdays, you know? Okay. You take care of me. And I can say so. Pittsburgh Steelers is my you know, disappointment. Uh, they played horrible. So I'll, just, I'll go with Pittsburgh. They were horrible. No, I like I like the NFL one, man. It's, it's okay. it doesn't necessarily have to be a team. Sometimes it could just be a certain player that you're disappointed in. Yeah. It's, well, the NFL is disappointing. They, they <laughs> need to fix They need to fix it. And, and they need to do something about it. Yeah. Well, man, I'm going to take your surprise. I mean, I'm surprised that the Rams played the way they played. I mean, Seattle, you had them as a division winner, but they if, if they play like this and Geno Smith played the way he played, especially in that second half, they're they're not going to be seeing Jan- past January. They're they're going to be sitting on the sidelines, and you know, I, I just I, I don't know what to say there. I mean, it's really um, it's really hard to look at at the Rams and. Like I said, they're still kind of a mystery team, but hey, like I said, they were Super Bowl champs in 2021. That's not that long ago, and still about half of the roster is still on that team. So if everybody's right and and healthy, Rams could be playing wild card, Super Wild Card Weekend. You never know. Now, I can go anywhere with my disappointments. I can be upset with what Washington did, but I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos because they lost. And this is supposed to be two guys with Hall of Fame credentials in Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. And obviously, nobody really watched them play the Raiders. It was probably the least watched game. I think outside of outside of uh, Vegas and Denver, I think 10 p- other people watched that game. <laughs> but this is going to be an interesting to see how that, that, that relationship goes because I'm getting this sad, sad feeling that that Russell Wilson could get benched this season. Because Sean Payton is not Nathaniel Hackett, your favorite coach, Matt. And obviously, <laughs> yeah. and obviously, you know, he's gonna lose patience if this team does doesn't if this team is not five hundred at least by at least by the time we do our live look back on October eleventh. Because they, they, there's no I don't have lots of expectations. I don't have the Broncos in the playoffs. I didn't have them in my pros and cons eye, but let's be honest. Veteran coach, veteran quarterback should mean hopefully success. I didn't see that. I didn't see it at all. And I and I and I don't know. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo beats them and the uh, Raiders. I don't know. Uh, you tell me. <laughs> now, since Kwame has his own individual fu segment, I started this last season and and it and it creeped up and then it became this year my dummy of the week. And it's the New York Giants organization. 
I mean, it's Sunday night. You're at home. It's a very important weekend. It's a melancholy weekend with 9-11 and all, and all the bells and whistles of the worst of the worst today in American history. And fans are excited. You were a playoff team last year and all that. And you absolutely shit the bed. <laughs> and well, I don't I don't care. I know I know the game went sideways, but you can't lose 40 to nothing at home to the Cowboys of all teams. <laughs> oh my God. Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. Oh my God. We, we beat them 40 to nothing. Oh, oh my God. It's like <laughs> Uh, yeah. like I, 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 it, I dozed off, and I'm glad I dozed off because I'm pissed off when I doze off on a. Uh oh, you're chopping up. You're choppy. Rose up there. You had them in the playoffs. Two and seven start. Think about it. It's coming. The Cowboys are going to be two and seven? No, Giants, two and seven. Oh, it's oh, coming. Oh. They're going to get, they, 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 sent, yeah. they sent the message to the rest of the league. You're, we're easy pickings. 40 to nothing at home on a Sunday night in front of the entire world. Forget about it. That's as terrible a loss you can have. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of the week. Whole organization. All of them. <laughs> One, two. One, two. You know, he's, a, he's, he, he, he's a big football guy. That's like a he, he kiss ass the Giants, New York. All right. All right. Well, normally, like I said, Matt and I, we will we will preview the games, but Normally, we would preview the games, and the Eagles would be our last team we pick before. Well, they're playing tomorrow night on a short week. Thursday night game. Oh, by the way, if you don't have Amazon Prime, the game will be breaking up again. Yeah. Say that again after Amazon Prime. You said what? It's going to be on. It's on Fox 29. Here in Philly. Here in Philly. Right. In Philly. Yes. Yeah. I don't know about Matt, though. Matt lives in Florida, so I don't know what, what provider he's going to get to watch this game. But uh, I got, I got Amazon Prime. Prime. The Eagles are home. Yeah. All right. The Eagles are home. It's their home opener. Short week. There are guys missing. The Kobe Dean's been put on the IR on the short-term IR list, so he's missing the next four weeks. Unfortunately, Blankenship is not playing. Kenny Gainwell suffered an injury late, and he's not in the lineup. So we're going to be shorthanded a little bit here on on tomorrow night. The Vikings are coming off a pathetic loss at home to, as Matt calls, the worst team in in the in in the NFC. In his opinion, is Tampa Bay Bucks. Oh yeah. How, I mean, like I said, how impressive are they? Are they impressive at all? Who knows? Big matchup. Who knows what the hell's going to happen? But this is this is the match Thursday night. Al Michaels, Kirk Herb Street. So go ahead to this matchup as the Eagles begin their ascension. All right. Well, yeah. Like you said, there are some injuries for the Eagles. 
Um, they'll hurt some, but the one that I'm really watching is uh, 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 James Bradbury. He's in the concussion protocol, and uh, if he doesn't play, that's going to be the one that would hurt the most. Obviously, he's a all-pro caliber safety out there, and we'd be going from him to uh, Josh Joby, who who's played decent last week in, in relief, but uh, definitely not on the same level. And so that's the one that I'm keeping an eye on. Besides that, I want to see how this team responds to especially Jalen Hurts to the poor performance they put up last week on offense. Um, I think knowing the way Jalen Hurts is, the competitor he is, um, the way he prepares, he's going to be ready. And he's going to be he's going to be pissed about that last game. And he's going to want to uh, really show up this week especially in front of uh, the national crowd on Thursday night. So I think he's going to have a big game. And, you know, what better team to go up against than a, a team like the Vikings who have a terrible defense. So I think we're looking at a, a big game this week out of uh, Jalen Hurts. The only thing that I'm worried about is that one uh, cornerback position, really. You know, Nicobe uh, Dean, like you said, he's out. And Reed Blankenship is out. It's going to give us a little bit of a hole in the middle of the defense that – was a bit of a question mark coming into the season and didn't play great last week, the linebackers and the safeties. Um, we thought Hunter Henry had a, a pretty good game last week, and now we're going up against T.J. Hawkinson out there. Um, now their running game isn't very good. Alexander Madison did almost nothing last week. Um, and our run defense was stout last week against the, the Patriots. So I'm not even worried about the Vikings' run game. I'm just worried about – Basically, uh, Justin Jefferson and T.J. Hawkinson out there, and Jordan Addison looked pretty good in his rookie debut. So they do have players that can catch the ball. The problem is it's a night game, and Kirk Cousins is quarterback. And <laughs> you know how he folds all the time in the big stage. So I'm not going to worry about hitting that offense either. So I'm going with the Eagles. Last year we saw them blow out the Vikings. On a, I think it was a Monday night last year. Yes, uh, yes, yep. Yeah, this time it's Thursday night. I don't think it's going to be a full blowout, but I do think the Eagles win by a couple scores here. So I'm going to go with Philly, final score. I'm going to say 36-24. All right. And I agree with everything you said. That's why I put them on as one of my picks. Um uh, yeah, you, your boy Kirk is always struggling at night for whatever reason that is. And like I said we just saw him struggle at home to the Bucks. So why am I expecting him going to do much different? Now he happens to have one of the best wide receivers in the game, but he still got to get the ball to him. So um, Eagles are going to play better. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, the Vikings maybe they'll play a little better, but the Eagles are going to win thirty-one. 17. All right. So I'm going to go. I mean, I think the Eagles are going to win. Uh, they'll definitely play better. Um, the, the defense missing some uh, some keys. They might, you know, make Jefferson be the one that we they got to focus on. They might have to triple team them, but. They'll have to try to stop him. That's my main concern. Um, but I do think we'll still win the game. Uh, my final score, I'll go. I'll go twenty-eight to 
Okay. All right, Katie, you can you can pick this. So I am not a huge Eagle fan, but I respect the Eagles. And I did pick them in my uh, survivor poll this past week. I do have Hertz and Jefferson in my fantasy team. So I'm yep. taking the Eagles 41-35 so I Ooh. can get a bunch of points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 41-35, all right. We're all kind of agreement here. I expect more points than last week. Obviously, you know, there are concerns because effectively we are going to be limited with no Blankenship, no Bradbury. Uh, like I said, Kenny Gainwell is not going to have the ball because he won't be playing. If this was Sunday, he would be playing. So this is one of those injuries he has to sleep on for a few days. But when you look at this matchup, I mean, obviously Hertz wants to bounce back, and I think he will. Brian, he's going to. I'm sure he gave an earful to his homeboy Brian Johnson. That's his homeboy. You know, they go they go way back to Texas when he was going up there in Pee Wee football. So obviously, I expect a big game out of out of AJ uh, Brown and 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 <laughs> how about Watkins. He had a big game last year against the Vikings. I think he could have another big game. You know, I think the receivers, the receivers, going to have a good day against the secondary because so the secondary isn't very good. And last year, Justin Jefferson was actually holding to two catches off of Darius Slay, and Slay picked them off twice. So, I mean, I'm not saying that that's going to happen again, but obviously, Justin Jefferson, obviously. You take him out of this game. You take Hawkinson out of this game. They can't run the football, so it's going to be difficult for the Vikings to actually do anything. And after losing to the Bucks, trust me, you, you ain't losing to the Bucks and think you're going to beat this team at home on on a short week. No, Eagles have been masters of short week football for the last twenty years. They win no matter what what they are. They find a way to win on a short week for some reason. So. I got the Eagles winning, and uh, Kenny and I, when we do when we do our picks on Wednesday, we obviously I give him a score, so he already knows the score. So I'm telling everybody else this. So Eagles win, and the final score thirty two to seventeen. Okay, okay. Well, we made it through. We made it through this episode, and it wasn't as long as we thought it was going to be. So. Like I said, oh, it was a still nine minutes. You know, it, obviously we'll 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 do better next week and stuff. Like I said, Kenny, you, you're 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 free to come on as anytime as much as you want to. Just let me know. Well, thank the you. The rest of y'all, the rest of y'all, I'll deal with y'all the rest uh, as we go on. Now, Matt, we are not freaking on Sunday. We're going to pick on Saturday. Okay. So the reason is I'm going to an event that obviously interferes with Fox viewers on Sunday. The NHRA is in Reading, Pennsylvania. Last year, the NFL, no matter where you were at, if you're on the West Coast, you would see the drag race first and then your game and then your local game. Here on the East Coast, your, your local game might start early and then you get to see the drag race later. I will be, I have, I will get my ticket later on and I will be in Reading on Sunday. So Matt and I will be previewing the games on Saturday looking at 
our our picks. Now you can give now the three of y'all can give us our, your intriguing matchup, fancy, perceptive, and manager specials right now, or you can or you can send it to me by email later on to join my game of the week and Matt's lock of the week. You can do it now, or you can wait. Wait, y'all, y'all choice. No, I was gonna do it now. Might as look into right. it. Let me see. Go ahead, go ahead, John. I don't think I uh, have one yeah. set up yet. Yes, yeah, so my fancy football uh, high scoring matchup of the week is the Chiefs uh, versus the Jaguars. And then my intriguing matchup, I'll just say mine is the Ravens at the Bengals. Well, remember, John, John. Kwame gets the intriguing matchup. Remember that. Yeah, You're just a fancy guy. Out there. Right. Hey, I, I can share. I'm, I'm open. Um, intriguing. I like that intriguing game with the Ravens and Bengals. That's a that's that's pretty intriguing. Uh, but know what I'll do? I will get back to you on that one. Mm-hmm. Or so you guys hold on after we stop the recording. I'll give you my information for the uh, other thing I was talking about. But remember, we're picking Saturday. Remember that. Yep. I'll have it by tomorrow. All right. All right, Kenny. What, if, if you want to give your manager special out or you want to wait on that, that's up to you. No, I got it. It's the uh, Eagles over Minnesota. All right. Well, there there you go. We don't have to worry about manager special then. <laughs> all right. Well, like I said, this was a good episode. Like I said, like I said, Kenny, you're free to come on as much as you want. Just let me Thank know. And, and like I said, the, the, the rest of us will be back next week. And obviously, Matt and I will be talking Saturday, previewing the games and all the and all the bells and whistles that go along with it. Remember, our live show is October 11th after week five. Big one. There's going to be people there. We got to put on a good show like we did tonight, I think. But that's all we have for this episode. And I will send everything out let me get the music out here because you know we don't have a theme music then then this is not a real show oh maybe so, I'll, i might just start playing it no i'll clearer. play i'll play i got it i got it i got it and and